Thanks for listening to the Issue Podcast. If you like what you hear, then be sure to catch us every week on all streaming services. Make sure to follow our social media. All links can be found in the description of our episodes. And make sure you're emailing us your thoughts. Our email is theissuemailbox at gmail.com. Also, sign up for our newsletter. You can do that by going to our website that we have linked in the episode. All you have to do is put in your email and click sign up. Guys, don't forget to like, subscribe, share with your friends, and thank you for listening to The Issue. You are now locked in and listening to The Issue. You look at this schedule. Find me the wins here. Find me the wins. You've got to be delusional if you think he's elite. Well, from what I'm seeing right now, he's a top 10 guy in this league, no doubt. Absolutely, I think they can be for a championship. I, I don't even think that's a, a debate I'm willing to, to have. This is The Issue. Yo, what's up? We are back. It is Wednesday, October 6th. It is the 100th episode of The Issue. Oh, it feels good. 100 in the in the books. Yeah, this is the 100th regular show. Obviously, we're at like 104 or 105 now because of the subscription episodes. But this is the 100th episode of The Issue. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. It's been... It feels great. It feels a, great. We were just talking about it before the show started, too, how nice it is to kind of have... Like a the, nice base of content to look back on. Right. Like, we've been doing this for over a year now. We have... We've said a lot of things. We were right on a lot of things. We were wrong on some things as well. We'll get to that in the first segment with our hits and misses. Yep. Um, we'll also get to a little bit of Steelers and, God, what do you do with Big Ben? What do you do with that team in general? I mean, they don't. they don't... To be honest with you, they don't look all that competitive at all. No, they don't. I uh, mean, we we so they should have gotten that special teams touchdown because they weren't offsides no, on that on that was that field goal, mm-hmm. um, the block field goal. By yeah, Manka, so that, yeah, so yeah, that should have been a touchdown. Even with that, you're talking a not even all that competitive game. Right. It's still a touchdown game because well, we lost like what twenty seven ten was that the final? I think it was. Uh, Let's check it out. Hold yeah, twenty seven ten. Or twenty seven seventeen, right? Oh, we scored that. So last I guess time, I yeah, yeah, but that was garbage time, right? So it the, was. Take away the garbage time touchdown. It's it was twenty seven ten was the real score of that football game. Mm-hmm. So you could even throw in the touchdown. It doesn't matter. That team that they were not competitive. That score is, is closer than than that game was. actually truly was. Yeah, I agree. We'll get to that in the first segment. Um, coming out of the first segment, we will have um, just a recap. Yeah, on recap, the games. recap. Like we would always Sunday. do. Yeah. Um, and then we'll have our top ten teams. Uh, we decided we're going to go every four weeks. We'll give you guys our top ten. Uh, NFL teams as they stand. Um, used to work out perfectly because the season was 16 games. It would have been perfect to divide it into four quarters, but whatever. Yeah. The last one will just be five games going into the playoffs there. Um, but, hey, make sure you come back next week because we're going to be doing the top ten quarterbacks. Yeah, so every five weeks and then the second – or, like, the, the third one, I guess, will be every, the seven weeks, the last yeah. seven weeks. Um, we'll give you our top ten uh, – we'll do – yeah, we'll do ten. We'll yeah. do top ten quarterbacks. Okay. Um, every five weeks, just kind of checking in on that. That's also – Pretty good indicator of your MVP race because nowadays it seems like MVP is just who's the best quarterback. You know what I mean? Right. 
Um, very rarely. You, you need like an Adrian Peterson type of season, 2,000 plus yards to mm-hmm. be considered for a running back. Wide receivers, I don't even know. You'd probably have I don't even know what you have to do as a receiver to get to get yeah. that. Go for 3,000 yards and 30 right. touchdowns. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, we'll do that. And then also in the third segment, predict Thursday per usual. Absolutely. Nice, nice little quick third segment there. Um, guys, go subscribe to The Issue Mic'd Up. Um, you know, we have been putting out some good content on there. Uh, great betting. I mean, we've been right on a lot of stuff. We've been looking good we this have. season so far. Fantasy's been been killing it as well. You yeah. know, I called the Corlin Sutton one a couple weeks ago. Called the Najee start when he had, uh, what was it, like 12 catches or something like that. Right, and so went he for has like a PPR over monster. Something yards. Yeah, yeah, like, th- uh, like 30-something and fantasy points. Yeah, it was good, yeah. Um, yeah, so follow or subscribe to the issue mic'd up. It's three ninety nine a month. Um, Which is nothing. Remember, it's an investment. If right. you're in a fantasy league, I'm giving you great advice to win your league. You'll make that money back, no problem. Right, and even if you just listen for how long football season is, right, and then you just want to, you know, resubscribe every yeah. football season, it, absolutely go ahead and do that. You're going to be spending what, like, I'd say like fifteen, eighteen bucks. It's it's worth the investment if you're going to go win a uh, win a fantasy go win a championship. Fantasy league, go you know? you know, go hit some of those bets, some of those absolutely. parlays. Absolutely, we give we give a lot of good bets. Our, our five for five, but go follow or go follow and subscribe. The issue mic'd up, um, and follow all our all of our Instagram and everything too, uh, at the underscore issue podcast. Twitter is just at the issue podcast. So let's get into the show. Let's get, um, yeah. So we, we our hits and misses. Yeah. So, so hits and misses actually, hold up. I want to start with one thing. I want to talk about that. We don't talk a lot of baseball during the NFL season, but that wild card game last night, it was a good game, right? So let's actually start with that because the first hit is going to be talking about how the Yankees lost. I said it before. We both agreed they strike out and they don't walk enough for that to be sustainable, right? And you're talking long-term, right? They can... Look, the Yankees roll up to your city on a, on a Tuesday for a midweek series, right? Yeah. They have Aaron Judge, John Carlos Stan. They've got guys... You just don't have enough time and enough energy to prepare for those guys. You're just like, well, we just try to not let them beat us. You know, focus on everything else, right? Mm-hmm. When you're able to, to, to lock in on them in a one-game scenario, or even if they made it past that in a five-game, seven-game scenario... You can, like, marginalize those guys, and you can kind of take them out of the game a little bit. Yeah, Stanton played a good game. Judge played played a decent game. That's not sustainable. They struck out way too much. Nathan Avaldi had himself a day last night. I think he went, what, five five and a third? I mean, let's we'll, we'll put the official... You get the box score. Official, yeah, the official box score. Yeah, Avaldi went five and a third, so that's what? 16 outs, half of them. He had eight strikeouts. Half of his outs were on strikeouts. That's yeah. insane. Letting up only four hits, one earned run. On the game, the Yankees struck out 11 times. You're not going to win striking out 11 times. It's just not going to happen. No. How many times did they walk, you might ask? This is my big issue with the Yankees. How many times did they walk? Take a guess. Wait, so strikeouts were? They struck out 11 times. Okay, so they probably walked, what, twice? Nope, they didn't walk at all. Wow. That's the issue that I'm talking about. They keep trying to weigh out, outweigh home runs with strikeouts. That's not how you do it. You have to look at walks and on-base percentage versus strikeouts. Look, the Rays, the Rays actually strike out at a higher clip than the Yankees do. You're talking percentage-wise. They strike out on a, like the ratio for every one walk, they strike out 2.6 times. The Yankees are like 1, point, or 1 to 2.3, right? So they, they strike out yeah. 2.3 times per per walk. And I think that- But it's not, I'm not worried about that. It's because of the on-base. Like, you, you need to get on base. Like, you need to get on base. I think what people forget is 
the opposite of a strikeout isn't a home run. The opposite of a strikeout is a walk or it's a, a walk, single or getting on base somehow. Getting on base. A home run is not opposite. Okay, a home run, you, you shouldn't be trying to hit home runs. They just kind of happen when, when you exactly. square the ball up. Exactly. You're trying to get on base is, is first and foremost and make sure that your on base percentage is up. But also slugging, the, the stats that matter. Home runs, yeah, they look cool. They're flashy. They don't win you championships. I don't care how you get on base. I don't care. If you get on base, if you get on first because you walked versus if you get on first because you hit a screaming single, that matters. It matters for like a split second to make yourself feel good while you're rounding first. Right. That's it. Once you're on first, it doesn't matter how you got you're there. You're on first. It does not matter how you got there. The Yankees don't walk enough. Um, and quite frankly, you can see that look, they hit home runs last night. Like they 100% did. That's how they got their two runs. Anthony Rizzo hit a home run and John Carlos Stanton hit a home run. I would rather you get on base because that prolongs the inning. Like, Stanton in that last inning, I know it sounds bad because, like, yeah, home run's guaranteed. Getting on base, you're not guaranteed to score. I would have rather Stanton hit a double there instead of a, a solo shot in the, in the uh, top of the ninth there. Yep. Much, much would have rather that. You need to get on base for stuff to happen. Solo home runs, that's great. So The solo home run might be one of the most overrated hits, plays, whatever you want to call it, in baseball. I need guys on base. They don't get, they don't get on base enough for me. So, getting to the hits... I hit on the saying that the Yankees aren't sustainable. They lost last night. They didn't look good. They lost 6-2. to two. The Red Sox were clearly the better team. They were getting on base more consistently. Alex Verdugo played a phenomenal game. Xander Bogarts with an absolute missile. Yep. Didn't look back. Let's go. Looking forward to more playoff baseball tonight. We have the Dodgers hosting the Cardinals in Chavez Ravine. It's going to be sweet. No, I can't wait for that. I have the Dodgers tonight. I just honestly, I think... When it comes down to it, I, I like their pitcher better. You know, I, I like Wainwright. Absolutely. He's got the experience. So does Max Scherzer. Though. Max Scherzer's pitching a lot of big games. So I think experience, negligible difference, right? Yep. And I think Max, at this point in his career, has a little more juice behind the fastball, a little bit more movement, can spot up just a little bit better right now. I, I like the, the pitching when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. And one through nine, the Dodgers are, are absolute animals. Yeah, Like, are. I mean, how do you stop that lineup? You don't. Trey Turner might be the most underrated player in baseball. He's a, he's a beast. He's really good. Um, I'm okay. excited to watch that game. I am too. It's going to be good. All right. How about uh, a miss, right? So the Steelers. I think we, we said that they'd be average, like 9-8, and 8-9, eight, eight and nine, maybe get to 10 wins. Doesn't look like that. If they get 6, I would consider that like a lot. I, I think I, I honestly believe they could be a 5-win team this year. Well, I think that's if they start Ben the whole time. And I think at some point he has to come out. I think the only way that the Steelers have an upside I don't, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. That's the issue. Did you see that picture of him at practice with the ice on about 80 different parts of his body? No, it sounds about right, though. I mean, so look at their schedule. Like, tell me, tell me, this is perfect. In the intro, you go find me the wins. Let's let's find the wins here. Broncos, I'm taking the Broncos all day this, this coming week. I would, too. The Seahawks, absolutely Seahawks are going to win that. The Browns, oh, the Browns are going to steamroll us. We can get the Bears and the Lions right there back-to-back. That, those, those will be a couple good wins, hopefully. Yeah. We'll get into the Steelers all at the end of this segment. But then the Chargers. Oh, my. The Bengals in Cincy. The Ravens. The Vikings. Maybe the Titans. Then then you got the Chiefs. Then you got the Chiefs, Browns, Ravens to end it. Yeah. That was a miss. That's a big miss. All right. Uh, how about a hit? The Tennessee Titans. Um, they lost to the Jets this past week. We both said... They'd be fairly mediocre, right? They're going to go on the road and beat Seattle, but then they're going to come back home and lose the Jets. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, that's super the, inconsistent. Yeah, that, that's the epitome of a of a very average NFL football team. Yeah. I said that they're going to be mediocre, you know, like eight and nine, nine and eight, 
kind of what I thought the Steelers would be. I, I, Tennessee is that team. They are, they've been really average because they're too Derrick Henry reliant, and they don't have a good enough uh, defense, quite simply. Yeah. Um, they just get steamrolled, man. I mean, when the Jets and Zach Wilson, who have looked so, so bad. bad and incompetent for the <laughs> yeah. entire season Terrible. so far, and they walk in and beat you in overtime, I'm sorry, but that, that stays. Gotta hurt. That stays. Gotta hurt. Um, okay, here's a miss from you. Yes. Justin Herbert. Okay, so this is what I was thinking. I knew Justin Herbert was going to be really good. I said he was going to be really good multiple times on this show. But I did say it would take maybe three to four years in the league for him to kind of find his way, and especially in a very tough division with Patrick Mahomes. I was wrong. And Derek Carr's not a bad quarterback either. Right. Continue. I was wrong. He's ready right now, and he is, in my mind, a top-five quarterback. We'll get into more of that on the Saturday episode that'll come out. Or but in my mind... Saturday or next Wednesday? Either way. Next Yeah, next okay, week. so one of the next couple episodes, yeah. yeah one week, I think it'll be next week. Continue, we'll get, though. We'll get more into it then. But right now, he's a top-five quarterback. It did not take him three to four seasons. He is going to be, I think, one of the faces of the NFL. I think it's going to be him and Patrick Mahomes. I'm with you. I think right now he's a top five quarterback, and uh, I didn't really make any big, bold predictions on her, but I knew he'd be good. I didn't think he'd be this good, though. I'm not sure anybody could have predicted he'd be this good. Yeah. Um, But then again, you look back and you go, how couldn't we have predicted he'd be this good? I mean, he's 6'6", 240, moves around, cannon of an arm, 4.0 student. I love, Super humble. I, mean, I love like, that uh, video of uh, after the game, after they played the Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes is coming up to him, trying to say hi to him, and he ignored him. He, he I don't even know like if he ignored. Yeah, he, he actually like he probably hear didn't him. hear him. It's funny, it funny. though. It funny. I, I hope he. I hope he was just trying to play around because because that was funny. I did like that. I saw it all over TikTok, all over Instagram. Yeah, it was good. I think Coward good. talked about it too. <laughs> I, I like Herbert a lot. He's a, he's a good quarterback. I think he's going to be a top. Three quarterback maybe by the end of this year. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, he's a beast. He's got a cannon um, of an arm. All right, how about a hit? I I think Denver is a little bit of a pretender, um, and I think that they got a little bit exposed. So they had they played terrible competition the first three weeks. Mm-hmm. Actually, up through week three, I think all the opponents that they played were winless. So people were, were sitting here and you know kind of jumping on the Denver bandwagon. I wasn't. And I said from the beginning, I think they're an average team. They have limitations. Quarterback is a big limitation. Their offensive line is a limitation. Um, yeah, a lot of people are hyping up their receiving core. I think it's a lot of unproven guys. I like Cortland Sutton. I think Jerry Judy's okay. Um, I think he still has to prove some stuff. And I, when they played a good quality playoff caliber team in Baltimore, they lost by three scores. That, that's yeah. kind of how it goes. Um also, I get that Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. Who knows if he's in the game because Drew Locke played bad. But still, I don't, I'm not sure Teddy Bridgewater is, is worth three scores. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. think he goes out there and accounts for three extra scores and you win that football game. Right. I think Baltimore's the better team, and Denver kind of got showed up a little bit there. I agree. We didn't think they would be much starting the season. And, yeah, they're starting to show their true colors. Much like the Bears from last season is how I think of Denver right now. Yeah, I don't think they'll be as bad as the Bears. They started out 5-0 and and then went 5-1 and then started to lose a yeah, little bit. Yeah, they started to lose. They lost like six or the next seven or something like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be that bad, but I do see them being that Falling same. off a little bit. They're in that pretender slot that the Bears were in last year. Yeah. Um, all right, how about a miss? Arizona. Man, I said I came on this show. I kind of ripped them a little bit. I said they're going to be full gold. They don't run the football well enough. They're offensive line's a little bit too shaky for me, and I didn't think their defense would play this well. Well, bringing in J.J. Watt and a lot of other veteran guys has helped immensely. Um, they look like a, mature, a more mature football team combined with the electricity of Kyler Murray, Rondell Moore, all that. They, they seem legit, and yeah. I, I missed on that. They seem like a pretty legit team. Now, I 
it worries me a little bit in the playoffs. Like, I still think if they went up against the Rams, the Bucks, or even the Packers, I'd be a little bit hesitant to pick them. I would for sure. But I still think they're going to be competing for one of the top, you know, couple seeds in that. Oh, yeah. You know, if they win that division, they'll be a top uh, top seed. So. Oh, there's some dogs for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that, that's all of our hits and misses for, uh, what it was, week four now, the NFL season. Wow. Um, and a little bit of baseball in there. Yeah, I just can't believe how fast these monsters are moving, man. I can't believe it's already October 6th. It's already four. We're, we're looking at week five of the NFL this week. I know, and it literally just feels like we were making our first predictions, like, last week, doesn't it? That's insane. Either way. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, uh, you know who's not having fun? That is Big Ben and the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're going to get into a little bit of that now. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. So what... What do you do, man? Like, what do you what do you do? Um, you start somebody other than Big Ben. That's really about the only way that I can see this thing being resolved, or at least having the chance to be resolved. Now, look, I'm not saying Haskins would come in and light anything on fire, and I'm not even going to say that they would even end up starting Haskins because you know the Pittsburgh. They'd probably roll Mason Rudolph out there for two weeks and let him get annihilated before they even give Haskins the ball. Um, I think. Either one of those two quarterbacks, though, has a higher upside than Ben. At least Rudolph can push the ball downfield. At least somebody can throw the ball over eight yards because I'm done with swing passes, tunnel screens, bubble screens, and just dumping it off to the running back and tight end every freaking play. I'm with you. I, I've sat here and defended Mike Tom, and I'm like, look, he's the only coach in the NFL that hasn't had a losing season in a long time. You know, he's one of the most consistent coaches in the NFL right now. He just consistently wins year in and year out no matter what. I thought that when, what was that, last year or two years ago, when Duck Hodges started a lot of games and Mason Rudolph started a lot of games, um, and they actually, you know, ended up having, what, either, I think they were 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7 or something like they that. They were 8-8. Eight and, eight. and I'm like, wow. Like, I think he just, you know, he just showed that he's a really good coach. I don't know what to do with him anymore because clearly it's not a coordinator thing. This is now four straight... Four straight offensive coordinators that consistently, on like third and 12, throw a screen pass in the fourth quarter. If I see another fourth down play when it's like fourth and 10, and we throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. I'm going to lose my mind. Throw the effing ball down the field. Please explain to me the logic of saying, hmm, yeah, we need, how many yards do we need? Oh, we need 15 yards. It's 4th and 15. This is the game right here. If we don't get it, that's it. This is the game. What is the risk of throwing the ball downfield? Why are we dumping it off? I don't know. I don't I don't get it. And it's not like he's dumping it off because it's a last resort. That's his first read. His first read. It's inexcusable. It's awful. And it's the 4th straight offensive coordinator that's done this. So you explain it to me. Is it, a, is it an offensive coordinator thing? It can't be. That's that's at least three. I think I think four straight offensive coordinators that have that have done that. Yeah. So it's clearly not them. No. Is it a Tomlin thing? Is it a Ben thing? What is it? I'm confused because they're all terrible. All these play calls are awful. I I, I don't understand it. And whoever the offensive line coach is, I get it that we don't have a lot of talent here to work with. But you got to do better than that. Yeah. I mean, you better get packing because this is abysmal. I don't know what I. I'd clean house, honestly. I mean, it might be an overreaction because it's four weeks in. I think you need to give the, the staff the rest of the year, right? If you don't get this team to to at least eight and nine, I'd clean house. Especially with this the is defense. way too This is way too talented of a roster 
to be sub 500. Yeah. Eight and nine. I, I would say if you can muster this team to eight and nine with Ben's, you know, potato looking figure, I, I'll give you another year. If you can't get me eight wins with this talent, with Claypool on the outside, Najee Harris, TJ Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, if you can't get me eight wins, you are gone, period. I don't care if you are the water boy, you're gone. I'm cleaning house. This is a this is terrible. It's unwatchable football. It's really bad. It's unwatchable. I was I was uh I was bartending during the game. We're not even at the stadium. It was it was in Green Bay. And people were booing. This is a, nobody wants to watch it. I could not find a single Steelers fan at that bar that was like, "Yep, I love watching the Steelers play." No, they're all terrible. I don't understand this. Like I I don't get it. Week in and week out, you're making the same mistakes. Bad play calls, terrible blocking. Not running the football enough. This, this is eighth grade level stuff. The offensive line's an entirely huge problem on its own. The fact that we can't get our first round draft pick in Najee Harris going at all is is sad. I mean, this dude, he's shown that he can run people over. He's shown that he has the strength to uh, to you know throw somebody by the side of their helmet um, about six and a half feet. <laughs> Yeah, he's a, he's an animal. Out out of the field of play. Here's the thing, though. You're not going to be able to utilize him, and you're going to get him really beat down and possibly injured in his first one to three years if you continue to let him run behind an offensive line that is that bad. Nobody seems to know how to block and then get to the next level and maybe the, the, and maybe chip a linebacker. The combo blocks were terrible. That That is the biggest issue with that offensive line when it comes to run blocking. They yeah. can't combo block to save their life. No, the, they can... Najee will get through a hole on the at the line and then get tackled as soon as he gets back to the line of scrimmage by a linebacker that's coming up to make a play. Huh. Because nobody is chipping these guys. Nobody. Nobody can combo block. For those of you listening, a combo block is when... You have two offensive linemen that are lined up across from one defensive lineman. You double-team that guy for about a second to a second and a half. Get him off the ball enough to where you can push him so then one guy continues to block him while the other climbs to the next level, grabs a backer, and blocks upfield so Najee can get more than like a yard upfield. Yeah, That's what a combo block is. And they can't do it. They are getting eaten alive. Honestly, I don't know what it is. It doesn't look like they care enough. No. It looks like they're so disheartened by it. Run blocking is all about effort, I'm going to be honest with you. It's effort and leverage. you got to want it more than the other guy across you because there's no... I mean, there's a little bit of technique, right? You want to stay inside and drive, like leverage stuff. It's basic technique, though. It's, it doesn't take a lot of fanciness. What it is is I want to block you more than you want to get my running back because I need to drive you off the ball. It's straight-up determination. It's grit. It's will. It's strength. And it looks like they don't care at all because they're getting blown off the ball every single play. Yeah. It's bad. It's really bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. And I don't know what's up with the uh, the training staff or whatever, um, but this is now the second to third straight year with, you know, pretty significant injuries, right? They finally got a little bit healthy this past week, but why does it feel like the, everyone on our defense just drops like flies? Deontay Johnson. Cam uh, Hayward. Well, you, you can even go over the offensive side. Sorry. Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Juju's been banged up. Cam Hayward, T.J. Watt. Cam Hayward's been hurt a little bit. Two, it's always hurt. T.J. Watt's been in and out. Mink has been banged up. Joe Hayden can't find the field. What's up? Like, can we... 
Maybe we need a new, maybe we need a new training staff as well. Like you there's know. just nothing going right. Like I don't know what you want to pick out. There's literally nothing that this team does well. No, when you uh, yeah, I mean there's nothing that this team does well. You gave up 27 to Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry, I, I get that he's great, but if you want to win football games, you can't be giving up 27 points. And, quite quite simply. And by the way, can I just add this in here that I do not feel comfortable at all any any time I see uh, Ray Ray McLeod returning a punt. No, I feel pretty terrible about him. Like, there's not a single facet of the game where we're good. Our defense was supposed to be what we're hanging our hat on. They played awful. How about our special teams? Nope, Pressy Harvin can't punt the football past 20 yards. Ray McLeod, you're crossing your fingers. Our offense? Oh, don't even get me started. They're bottom three in the league. Like, what, what do we do well? Nothing. Sack the quarterback every Nothing. now and then. Yeah, yeah. We have a good pass rush. That's it. Yeah. Our secondary's been getting carved. Can't stop the run all that well either. Mink has looked below average. He had dropped a pick that he should have had. Oh man, that hurt. That hurt. <laughs> but I don't. I don't know what to do with this. This team. It's hard to be a Steelers fan. It really is. And it's going to be hard to bet them these upcoming weeks. So make sure you subscribe to the issue mic'd up for all your betting needs yeah. and uh, and to keep up with what you should be doing on the Steelers. As of right now, stay away from the Steelers. Um, or bet against them. That's about it. Yeah. Those, are your, those are your two options. Absolutely. Uh, that's about all we have for this segment. We will be back. Uh, we have the rest of the games to go over from Sunday and our top 10 teams currently in the NFL after week four. Hey, guys, what's going on? It's the guys over here at The Issue. Excited to announce a new supplement opportunity for you guys through phoenix fitness spelled f n x capital f n and x use code tj2021 when you click the link in our link tree or go to fnx.com tj2021 it'll get you 15 percent off store wide go out and get yourself an am protein blend just drank mine orange dreamsicle my personal favorite flavor and then at nighttime you can recover with their wide variety of BCA amino acid recovery formulas as well with creatine, glutamine, um, nighttime protein blend, it's a PM blend, spice and melatonin in there, put you right to sleep. Go check it out, Phoenix Fitness. What is up? It is segment two here on The Issue on a beautiful Wednesday, Western Pennsylvania here. It actually is a nice Wednesday. It is. Yeah. I, it's, it's, I love it's, how you always say that, and then you, like, always talk like, about Always talk it? about the weather. Always got to talk well, about the weather. Well, no, I just find it funny that you even say it on bad days, because you just go, beautiful Wednesday here in Western PA, and then you think about and it. And then I go, second, actually, go, it's raining. Actually, it's horrible outside. No, it, it is a beautiful day. I'm actually kind of a little done with the warmth, though. Bring on the fall. Yeah, What's going on? It's 70. Check the watch. 78 degrees. Yeah, give me some 60s. In October. Give me I some, want some 60s. 60s. Maybe yeah. even some high 50s, I'd take. I, you know, whatever. So, still, so, anyway, nice day. Either way, we got some Sunday games to go over. The rest of them. Yeah, actually, also, because we weren't able to put out an episode this past week and it was really busy. Let's go over that Thursday game first. Bengals beating the Jags. The Jags, um... Because I also want to talk about Urban Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> um... But he was getting his vibe on Thursday night. But anyway. Oh, man. That was that was a bad look. So Jacksonville up 14, nothing at half. Pulls exactly what you would imagine from a Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, letting up, you know, 21 unanswered. And uh, then they end up scratching across seven in the fourth to make it competitive. But 
Overall, the Bengals win 24-21. Now, I also want to say, people were, like, crowning Joe Burrow as, like, an MVP candidate after this game. Um, can we put it into perspective? He played the Jaguars. Like, can we throw that out there? Like, he played the Jags. They traded away their top DB. Um, they have nobody on their defense. Like, can we talk about that for a second? Like, why are we crowning him, you know, like, all that? I, I, I'm a little bit confused about that. Oh, don't get me wrong, I like Joe like, Burrow, but I mean, he played the fine. Jags. He played fine. He went 25 for 32, 348 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Like, I love the 133 QBR. That's what I expect him to do against the Jaguars. But I would also expect Potato Roethlisberger to do the same thing against the Jags right now. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You roll out Big Ben. I mean, it would be a rough first half, but I guarantee his stat line will look pretty much the same. Yeah. Like, I mean, so I would say... I would say this isn't this is a good performance for Joe, right? Yep, Great yep. performance. You, you like to see it. He did what he needed to do. Not an MVP caliber performance. No. What Kyler Murray did against Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, that, that was is what I'm looking for. That was right special. there. Even Aaron Rodgers against a pretty good Pittsburgh defense, that's what I'm looking for there. Yep. You know? Um, and if you are playing a team like this, I need more than two touchdowns, and I need you know a little bit more pop. A little bit better, better of a first half. Couldn't push nothing across in the first half. It's yep. not an MVP caliber performance. Are you out of your mind? It was still a good, you know, it was still a good week for the Bengals. They're three and one for the first time, and I have no idea how long. Probably like ten years. Yep. Um. So they're not last in the division come yeah. week four for the first time in probably ten. Absolutely, years. they should pat themselves on the back, hundred percent of the time, for right now. But uh, don't don't be crowning Joe Burrow the MVP quite yet, or probably ever. No, I agree. All right, how about let's go uh, stay in division. Cleveland beats Minnesota 14-7. Kind of a little bit of a dud of a game to watch. If you watched, I, I was watching it um, almost in its entirety relatively boring. Just the Vikings just could not get anything going. Kirk didn't have a great game at all. You know, 20 for 38, one touchdown, a pick, 66 QBR, not what you're looking for from him. Dalvin Cook could not get anything going at all. I think the Browns are starting to look like a top 10 defense, 100%. They are. They're starting to shut people down. Yeah, I was a little bit worried because they had a bunch of new guys in the secondary, but it looks like they've gelled just fine. That was a great game. Especially Kirk played really well in the first uh, first three weeks. Coming into that game, he was hot. Well, I think people also tend to forget that the NFL is so much more offensive dominant early on in the season until I'd say about week six, week seven is when it starts to shift where the defense really has the advantage. Oh, yeah. Almost like in baseball, when you come out after that whole after that whole offseason, the pitchers have the advantage because the hitters haven't figured it out yet. It's yeah. the opposite where the offense starts up later in baseball. But in football, you know, the weather starts getting colder. It doesn't feel as great to catch 70-mile-an-hour passes over the middle. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. More they, running they, the football. More running, and plus those defenses are gelling. They've been playing now for four weeks to this point, getting to week five. Plus, I feel like offense is, is a lot, like much more rhythm-dependent, um, which means if you have a little you know, the thing that throws you out of your rhythm, you got to go on the road. It's rainy. It's, uh, you know. And now you're getting into the now, now you're more out towards of, the middle of the season. Yeah, you're, you're out of rhythm a little bit. You're missing your top guy, so it's to the next guy. Rhythm's disrupted a little bit. Defense is kind of like, do you have the guys, and do you have the right play call? I, I mean, it's it's very non-rhythm dependent. No, yeah. Because, I mean, you see it every time. A DB can get burned. There's no it, that, that would totally disrupt his rhythm. doesn't matter. The next play, he could come back and, and, and pick six. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, I agree with you. All right, KC uh, beats Philadelphia 42-30, high-scoring game. KC's defense continues to struggle, but thank God Patrick Mahomes throws five touchdowns. That was kind of the story of that game. Uh, Pat Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill went off. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, Jalen Hurts kept pace. He looked he looked pretty good. I mean, he fumbled. He didn't lose it, though. Um, he, he didn't look terrible. 
Yeah, I mean, overall, I think he had, what, three touchdowns, no picks? Uh, yeah, I don't know if did he run in the touchdown, because I know he only had two through the air. He had two in the air and none on the ground, so he okay. had two total, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a good game for him. Yeah, I mean, he did what he needed to do to try to keep pace with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I would but... say anytime you put up 30, you did your job to try to win the football game. Oh, but yeah. But also, at the end of the day, you didn't win, so. Exactly. He, he's now, what, like two and Much like six a... or two and seven as a starter? So Rem- it reminded me of a Dak Prescott situation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, speaking of Dak Prescott, Dallas beats the Carolina Panthers 36-28, but it was not that competitive. At one point, it was like 34 or something like that to 14 or 33 14 so uh dallas was you know running away with that one pretty good i think at the end of the day carolina's missing mccaffrey missing a couple other guys sam darnold had you know an average game four total touchdowns two picks um i'll take it 88 or 86 qbr i'm sorry he played fine i think when you're going to give up 36 points though it's just not going to work so that's probably why they went out and traded for a stefan gilmore by the way not breaking news it was kind of earlier in the day while we're here, let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. So he garnered only a sixth round pick. Isn't that kind of crazy? Well, they gave up their they gave their hand away and what they were doing. They lost all their leverage. Earlier in the day, it came out that he would be released, but that doesn't go through till I think Thursday is when it when that would go through. So they had already lost all leverage, knowing that he's going to get cut or released, I guess. Um. So he lost. They lost all their leverage, and Carolina probably went to him like, huh. Oh, you know, we'll throw something and give you a sixth. And they're like, well, better than nothing was was probably how that went. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think that makes him uh, – that's a good pickup. Stephon Gilmore's a really good cornerback. He's only, what, two two years removed from a defensive player of the year? Yeah. So, I mean, that's – you like to see that. That's, like, a, that's a good that's pickup a for Carolina. Really nice addition on the back end of a defense. I think that makes Carolina about a 10-win team. I, I think so. And it takes pressure off of Sam Darnold, somebody who's never had a defense when he played in New York – Another addition to this one in Carolina, trying to help hold down the fort a little bit, so he doesn't have to go out and score thirty and forty points a game to get a win. Yeah, that, um, I think they're they're probably looking like we cannot give up thirty six again. Yeah, I mean, just look at the offense they might have to go through. Theoretically, say they get to the playoffs, right? Look at the offense they'll have to go through. Look in their own division. You have to go through Brady in that offense, who go four receivers deep. You got to go through Atlanta, who they're not even that good, and they still are nasty on offense. You have to go through maybe Seattle, maybe Arizona, maybe L.A. Look at all the receivers they have. Yep. You know, you got to go through Green Bay. You got to guard Devontae Adams. You need guys on the back end. So, um, all right. How about how about Buffalo? They got guys on the back end. Forty to nothing. Yeah, we don't even have to talk about this again that long. <laughs> curb stomp Houston. Oh my gosh. Um, Davis Mills is simply not ready to be an NFL quarterback. He had a QBR of twenty three. He would have had a higher QBR if he just spiked the ball every play. Um, Josh Allen played exactly how expected, I guess. Josh Allen to play they ran the football a lot better than i thought they would they had a, almost 200 yards uh total on the ground houston looked like houston houston looked like houston um they're kind of coming back down to earth after that week one win i think that just shows how bad the jags are but uh yeah how about the uh, the giants picking up their first win of the season in overtime at new orleans that surprised me that was a good win that's a good that's a good win to get their to get their season rolling a little bit start off slow and three that's a spark win right there and we both bet um New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which, by the way, you won this week. I don't think we mentioned that yet. Oh, yeah, on my picks. I went 12-4. and four, Luke went 11-5. and five. Um, We actually obviously didn't have the uh, episode up, but they were tweeted out like, yeah. right kind of as that 1 o'clock window was starting. Um, we both like, did pretty well, though. I mean, I lost. I'm yeah. happy with 11-5. and five, I'm not yeah. going to lie. It's not a bad loss. So we're, you know. we're both 2-2 two and two now. We split 
I think uh, you got week one, I got week two, you had week three, I had week four. Yeah. So we're kind of going back and forth I'm there. so glad there's not 16 weeks or else, you know, there's a really strong possibility that me and we you tie. tie. Yeah, that, that sounds like us. <laughs> um, honestly, it came down to Daniel Jones played a, played a hell of a football game. Saquon Barkley played a good game as well. Um, Kenny Galladay looked like the big number one receiver that he that he should be. Um, overall, it was a, it was a good win for that was a, that's a good statement win for Joe Judge right there to get this season rolling a little bit. It was yep. All right, how about the Jets pick up their first win too? Both New York teams picking up their first win this week against you know definitely better opponents. Uh, they beat Tennessee twenty seven twenty four in overtime. We kind of touched on this already, but Zach Wilson played well and Tennessee played like Tennessee plays. Yep, uh, they just dropped it. They had a little bit of case of uh, Pittsburghitis playing down to the level of the competition. Absolutely, um, I, think, I, I think you play that game ten times and and the Jets lose nine of them. Yeah, I agree. And when it comes down to it, you just you go. This is one of those games, right? So you know we always talk about those games where it's like, how did they lose? You know, one of those where you're like, you go through all the stats, and you're like, how did they lose? The time of possession was four. They they out possessioned New York by almost ten minutes, which is pretty insane. Actually, over ten minutes, almost eleven minutes. That's pretty insane in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They had more total yards. You know, they uh, had more red zone appearances. They didn't pass for quite as much, but you know, negligibly different. They ran the football more, definitely more efficiently. They didn't have any turnovers. Like, how did they lose that football game? I don't know. I'll tell you why, because you don't have enough explosive plays on offense. They just did not have enough explosive plays. Quite simply, the Jets did. They stole a little free touchdown to Corey Davis late in the game. That was good. Uh, Good to see the Jets get their first win, but uh, that might be one of their only ones, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I agree. All right, how about Washington going to Atlanta and winning on a little bit of a last-second play there where they went 34-30. to Um, Atlanta drops to 1-3, the football team up to 2-2. Taylor Heineke, they keep saying he can't be legit. He's got eight touchdowns, three picks. Insane. I mean, what do you want from him? To put that into perspective, that's the exact same thing that Matt Ryan has. Yeah. Nobody, I mean, people think Matt Ryan's a pretty good quarterback. Like, let's, who do we think, who do we think is like a top quarterback in this league right now? Let's go to Josh Allen. Okay. He's got nine touchdowns, two picks. So, eight touchdowns, three picks, that's not that much worse. Like, I don't... Taylor Heineke could be a franchise quarterback. I don't get the, the knock on him. He's a gamer. He might not be, like... He won't be a top 10 quarterback, but he's a top 12 to 15 guy. Yeah, I think so. I think he's a good player. He, he could be a very Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins-esque. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you build a... They have a really good defense. Like, he could he could take you somewhere. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He, he's not a bad quarterback. Uh, how about one that I hit on and you missed on? You picked Miami. I picked Indianapolis. Just... Mm. For the fact that I don't, I, I think it was a big quarterback mismatch, to be honest with you. Um, I like Jacoby Brissett. He's not a bad quarterback. He didn't even play bad. Did, did not play bad at all. Carson Wentz just played a little bit better when it comes down to it. Jonathan Taylor ran the ball 103 yards, um, picked up a touchdown. It's a good week for Indianapolis. See, Get that first win. I, I liked the reasoning behind that was, you know, I, I don't like, Miami's offensive, you know, quarterback situation. I didn't like Tua. He's out, I know. But still, I liked the Miami defense against a struggling Carson Wentz better yeah. than I liked. Then you liked the... I get what you're saying. The struggling car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What, yeah. You, yeah, you liked Miami a little bit better than you liked... I, li- I thought they would the make defense. some more stops. They came down to the defense, And yeah. I think Carson Wentz played a little bit 
a little bit better than I thought he would, and it ended up getting him. Oh away. yeah, yeah, he played better than I thought he would too. I, I just, I, one of those where I had a feeling. I just had a feeling. Miami's struggling. I just had a feeling. All right, how about let's go to uh, Detroit drops another one. They're down to zero and four. Chicago wins twenty four to fourteen. Justin Fields played pretty average. Um, yeah, eleven for what I did like was the explosive plays that he provided. Mm-hmm. He only completed eleven throws, but he had two hundred and nine yards. Yeah, he was averaging twelve point three an attempt. That's the kind of stat you're looking for from him. That's why you got him because he's that big play guy. Absolutely. Andy Dalton is probably a better quarterback under ten yards. He probably has a little bit more efficiency when it comes to at the line of scrimmage, maybe making the little dink and dunk plays. Probably a little bit better. But what he doesn't provide is the over the top stuff that Justin Fields can. Um, and he played really well. David Montgomery was also the uh, story of the game. 106 yards, two touchdowns. Played a, played a pretty good football game. He did. Yeah. I don't know. Not much to say. I don't think either of those teams are contenders. I'm not too worried about either of them. Yeah. All right, how about let's go Baltimore beats Denver. We kind of touched on that. Denver just kind of looked like I expected Denver to look against a top team. I think Baltimore is a top three to five team in the AFC. I think Denver is a pretender in that category. I don't think they're anywhere close. I think they're closer to the ninth and the tenth best team in the AFC. Yeah. Um, kind of got exposed a little bit, that's all. They did. How about uh, Seattle beats San Francisco 28-21. to They both moved to 2-2. Two and two. Russ played good. Um, Jimmy G played okay. Trey Lance, I like what he did, though, in relief. Trey Lance came in. Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt a little bit. Went 9 for 18, which I didn't expect him to be the most efficient quarterback. Two touchdowns, no picks, though. That's what I'm looking for. If he's not making mistakes, that's that's good. And As he, a rookie quarterback, thrown into the ball game halfway through, didn't make any mistakes, actually had two touchdowns, ran the football pretty well, ripping him off almost six a carry. And he, that's he, what I'm looking for. He looked really athletic in the pocket, too. He was moving the pocket around pretty well, and... and being able to extend plays a little bit with his feet, I saw um, you know a couple glimpses of that. So he looked good. He, I think he does have a pretty good future in uh, in San Fran. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. All right, how about uh, ooh? Let's stay in that same division. Arizona Cardinals beating the Los Angeles Rams thirty-seven to twenty, a three-score football game. Yep. Against Matt Stafford, that really good defense. Kyler Murray, two touchdowns, no picks. James Conner has another two touchdowns on the ground. I mean, is Kyler your pick for MVP right now? He's my pick. He's my pick for MVP. Yeah, he probably would. I'm a little bit worried with Arizona, just because last year they started off really well as well, and then they kind of weaned off a little bit. But I do like that they have a lot of veterans in the locker room now, so they could be pretty good. They could be pretty good. I think they could be, and I think, you know, Kyler is – probably the most electric player in the NFL right now. Absolutely. He's the that that's the best watch in football is that team right there. He he is so fun to watch just because now I'm gonna make a prediction here. I'm gonna say it's not sustainable. I'd say there's three to four years left of it. I know it's bold. It's an unpopular opinion. Three yeah. to four years left of it. But right now I'm enjoying all the Kyler that I can and uh he is I think definitely MVP in at least on my list right now. Eh, right now, it. if it ended today. Screw it. I'll play devil's advocate. I think it will last, though, because I think what I do like, and now this is going to sound crazy, but I think it's going to last because he played baseball, and here's why. Because he slides. It sounds so weird, but he slides better than any quarterback I've ever seen. He gets down. He doesn't take hits. You can't hit him. He's so small and elusive that I don't think he will get hurt because I think he's very, very athletic, doesn't get hit. He can slide. He gets out of bounds. Um, I think it's more sustainable. Now, I don't think it's like a Brady-type career, mm-hmm. but I, I would go with, like, eight to nine more years rather than you know three to four but we'll see 
All right, how about, uh, speaking of Brady, Tampa Bay travels to New England in the homecoming of Tom Brady to Foxborough. They grit out a 19-17 to victory. Now, I think this is one of those games where the lead-up to it and the the whole intro videos in the beginning are more excited than the exciting than the actual game itself is. It was a very boring game to watch. I watched about the first quarter, quarter and a half, and then I went and did something else. I just kind of kept it on in the background and, and monitored it. And, and you know, obviously watched the big plays and the, you know, the big things to watch, big third downs. But for the most part, after a quarter and a half, I was like, yeah, I mean, it's just not really doing much for me. Yeah, I was, sat down and watched the fourth quarter. That was exciting. Outside yeah. of that, it kind was, of boring. It was, it was a pretty boring football game. Would you expect anything less, though, from a Brady versus Belichick? Nope. You know, I mean, that's when they played together, they were boring. You <laughs> know what I mean? So I, I kind of expected it. I was a little bit surprised, and this is like a little bit of a notch on Belichick's belt here. He looked like he knew how to stop Brady. Like he, he I mean, Brady had a... Probably the lowest QBR that he's had in the last couple of years. Mac uh, Jones looked a lot better than Brady did. <laughs> technically, statistically, yes. I, I do think, though, like when it comes down to actual performance, like, you know, outside of the, the box score, I thought yeah. Brady played better just of how he commanded the offense and when he made big plays, leading the, you know, the drives in the fourth quarter a little bit better than Mac did. Um, Nick Wright actually filling in for Coward on Monday made a really good point saying, I think Belichick kind of showed you what he thinks of Mac Jones taking the ball out of his hands on a couple fourth downs. Like, you'd rather trust. So it's like fourth and three, right? At the end, there was a minute left. So you, you send out the field goal kicker. If he hits the field goal, you still give Brady a minute to get down the field. I don't like that. No. Also, at that fourth and three, that current state, that's a 55-yard field goal. In the pouring down monsoon in Foxborough, a place that doesn't really, you know, treat kickers all that nice, with Nick Folk, who hasn't made a 50-plus-yard field goal in, like, eight years. He's, like, 40 years old. He hasn't made, I think Nick right throughout the thing, he hasn't made a 50-plus-yarder since the Obama administration. That's a good way to, like, kind of think about it. That's eight years ago. Yeah. Eight, eight almost nine years ago. That's almost nine years ago. Isn't that crazy? It was five years ago. Well, the the end of it. I'm talking yeah. the beginning of it. I don't, oh, know the, what, yeah. I don't know when in it. So yeah. we'll throw it a range. That's anywhere from five to nine years 12 ago. Twelve years. Yeah, the first one. Yep. Yeah, I think it was the most recent one, okay. the most recent term. But yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> so anywhere from like five to nine years That's ago was crazy. the last time that that guy kicked a 50-plus yarder. But Bill Belichick said, do I trust my quarterback to get three yards and keep the ball out of Brady's hands and give a more makeable field goal? Or would I rather just say, screw it, maybe give Brady another shot and maybe hit this field goal with like a ancient kicker who hasn't hit a 50-plus yarder in years? And he told you exactly what he thought of Mac Jones. He sent out his field goal kicker in a monsoon who hasn't converted that type of field goal in, in you know, we'll call it seven years. We'll call it a median seven years. That shows exactly what Mac Jones is. He's a very limited quarterback. Yeah, he'll get you those 19 straight completions. How many of those were behind the line of scrimmage or within two yards of it? A lot. And a they lot were of them. A lot of timing throws. A lot of dink and dunk timing, out routes, in routes that got three to four yards. Um, Look, Mac's a fine quarterback. Mac's a very fine quarterback. I think he's, he's the best from the rookie class so far. So far, but that's just because he has the best supporting cast, I right. think. Yeah. Um, and the most opportunity. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but overall, I, I thought Brady played a good football game. Tampa Bay. This is the difference between Tampa Bay and New England. New England comes out of that loss thinking, yeah, Mac Jones played pretty well. We, we were in it against the defending champs. Mm-hmm. It's still lost, though. Tampa Bay doesn't take moral victories. Tampa Bay came out of that game they're thinking, Oh my God, we played so bad, yet we still won. That's their takeaway. You know, we played terrible, but we were still able to get a win. Yep. So if Tampa Bay can go out and play their C-minus game and get a win, 
uh, I would say New England played like a like a B plus game and lost. Yep. So that's the difference. All right, how about that Monday night game? Uh, the Chargers looked like a significantly better team. I said that the Ra- the Raiders weren't going to be all that good. I still think they're you know pretty average football team, three and one. I think they'll come back down to earth a little bit. Um, God, Justin Herbert's so good. He is. I would say he's my number two pick right now for MVP, right behind Kyler. He'd be, yeah, I'd say he'd be... Two, maybe three. I'd say it's three. Somewhere around there. Who's your second? Thinking Brady or what? Josh Allen? I don't know. Either Brady or Allen. I think mine right now would go Kyler, Kyler, Allen, Brady, and then probably, Herbert. I'd probably go Kyler, Herbert, Kyler, Herbert, then Allen, and I'd say Brady's a close fourth. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's... The, God, I, words really can't describe Justin Herbert. I mean, honestly, 6'6". Six, six. 240, moves, smart, conscientious, throws a beautiful deep ball, yet also has great touch. Great touch. Rocket of an arm, but has great touch. Great touch. Like sometimes Josh Allen's issue in his first couple years, rocket of an arm, could make all the throws. The issue is he didn't know when to take it off a little bit. You know, the, the, right. the touch on there. Justin Herbert's got to figure it out, man. He, he's a special, special player. He does. Um, Chargers hit on that pick, man. Yeah. Um, or, Sue. Let's bang out this top 10 NFL teams right now as we see it. Um, should we start at 10 or start at... Let's start at 10. Let's start okay. at 10. Yep. Let's go to the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I get that they're 3-1, which is better than a couple other teams... Or actually, one other team on this list, right? Um, but if this isn't solely based on record. Um, this is what I... You know, how they... I think they're playing. And I think Dallas, they're, they're fine, but I think they can only win one way. You don't see them winning a lot of defensive games. Now, I do like the emergence of Trayvon Diggs, and I love the Micah Parsons pickups. They have some real pieces on defense, real defense. Um, I wouldn't say they're top 10. I'd give them more like 15, 16, about average, right? Um, but I think they're a little bit one-dimensional, so that's why they're not higher. But at the end of the day, they're winning football games. Dak's playing really well. That offense is playing well. Zeke looks like he you know, is kind of back into shape, back into form. Um, back into What he usually yeah, is. Back yeah, back into prime Zeke. Um, so that, that's that's a pretty good football team. That's one that's going to win the division and probably compete in the playoffs. I, I don't think that they're going to get steamrolled at all. I think they're going to be a really competitive team. Um, but I wouldn't go Super Bowl contenders. All right, how about at number nine? Let's go with the Ravens. They worry me a little bit now. I like that they beat KC, um, who, spoiler, they're at number eight right above the Ravens. But I like that they beat KC. But then they go out and it's a little bit of a dud against uh, Detroit. Nah. Kind of let them hang around a little bit, lose to the Raiders, ah. and I think also they're also win will win one type of way type team. You have to be able to run the like if they don't run the football well, they quite simply don't really win a lot of football games. You have to run. They don't play from behind particularly well, which a lot of people don't. But still, that's still a worry that I can have. Like it, that's that's a, that's a big concern for me. And cluster injuries has been bad this year for them. Yeah. So the Ravens at nine. I do like Lamar though, so that's why they're on this list. I love Lamar and I like Harbaugh. They win 80, 80 plus percent of their games when they're together, so they definitely deserve to be on this list. And uh, they're one of the teams that I would say are contenders to move up this list as it goes on. Oh, I think so. How about number eight? Like I said, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, this is probably the lowest that they've been on any list in a long time. Probably the last three years, four yeah, years. three to four years. Um, even with Alex Smith, they were still at least a top ten team. Um, they're eight right now. I just, that defense is such a liability. That defense is bad. And Mahomes has been turning the ball over way too much. Um, so I worry about that. Now, I do love the five touchdowns this past week. That's literally as much as Ryan Tannehill has in a season. Like this season so far. So uh, that just kind of goes to show the difference. But anyway, 
that that defense is a liability. That's why they're not higher. But anytime you have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and that those weapons, you, you deserve to be at least on this list at some point, right? Oh yeah. All right, how about number seven? Let's go with their in-division rivals, the L.A. Chargers at number seven. Justin Herbert is an absolute animal. It looks like their defense can play pretty well as well. Derwin James had a pick. Um, they looked pretty good. I, I, I like L.A. a lot. I'm a little bit worried. I think they're one year out from really, really being inside that Super Bowl bubble. But I wouldn't like be surprised if they made a deep playoff run this year. I definitely think they're a top top seven team, clearly. Um I, I want them to run the football a little bit better and see more consistency from their defense, but uh, they're they're pretty nasty. <laughs> no, yeah, I like I like the Chargers a lot. The only knock on them that I have, and we obviously have talked about Justin Herbert a ton today. The knock that I would have on him, just something I would like to see him get a little bit better at, have a little more resiliency. I mean, after he makes a couple mistakes, has a couple bad throws, it can get a little. Y- rough. You can you can see him kind of spiral, and he uh, he doesn't bounce back all that. I would well, say, but I he's would, also so young. Yeah, I would I would say that that's kind of what happened in the Dallas game. They kind of got a little bit discouraged, only put up 17 points, and they were kind of like, uh, they kind of beat themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They kind of let themselves get into their own heads. But when they're when they're playing with confidence, they're rolling. Yep. Oh, excuse me. All right, how about the number six Cleveland Browns? I think they just they the way they can run the football and Kevin Stefanski, I think, is a phenomenal coach. How he's been able to deal with the OBJ, you know, he always brings drama. So how he's been able to deal with that and manage, you know, spreading the ball to all those weapons. The defense is phenomenal. They run the football. The play designs are so clever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a Super Bowl caliber team, in my opinion. I think the so. The way too. they're able to run the football. I, now, my issue, the reason that they're not higher, is mm-hmm. Baker. Yep. Is Baker Mayfield. Trailer um, on a truck. I can't trust him yet. Yet. I'll give him a yet because I think he, he could still be pretty good. He's got the talent. He's got a really good arm. He's got some good accuracy. Not as big as I'd like from my quarterback. But then again, I could see, you know, Kyler does it being small. Russ oh, yeah. does it being small. I think Baker has the ability to. He just hasn't shown it. I don't think he has the big play. You know, he, he, make, he takes too many risks and doesn't hit on enough of them, um, quite simply. All right, how about number five? Let's go with the Green Bay Packers. I think I just can't get that week one loss out of my head. That's why they're not higher. But I do think that they're a top five football team. And I do think they're a Super Bowl contender. I would like that they go went out and you know maybe made a, a better run at Stephon Gilmore. That would have been something I would like to see happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know no, the the reason honestly they're not higher is I I just think that there's four teams better. I'm not sure that they're in a normal year. I don't think they're the fifth best football team. I think they're probably higher. But with the other teams that are above them, they're just simply not as good as those teams yet. Yeah, I think that week one loss is still in my head a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the ability to move up, maybe past the box who are at number four. The secondary is a big liability for me. Um, I would love to put them number one, considering they're returning everybody from a Super Bowl roster. But, but that might not have been the best move. You know, I think you probably could have let a couple of them secondary guys walk and brought in some new new faces. Richard Sherman doesn't look ready to compete in an NFL game quite yet. I worry about them a little bit. They can't run the football all that well either. Um, they seem a little bit Brady-reliant to me. You know what I mean? They seem kind of like... No, they 100% are. They seem kind of like, ah, Tom will figure it out in the fourth quarter type of team. You know well, what I mean? I mean, yeah, but that's also why they went out and got him to be Brady-reliant. This team, he's the only reason he that they won a Super Bowl. He went out there and single-handedly won them a Super Bowl. People, I like, don't know about single-handedly, though. That defense played really well I down mean, the stretch, and he has, they have great weapons. They did, and... 
but I mean, plug any other quarterback in there. Do you see any other quarterback no. in the NFL coming in and winning no. a Super Bowl with I mean, that team? Like outside of like Mahomes, Allen, Ross. Yeah, yeah no. I mean, exactly. like, so take anyone from like the eighth best on. I don't think so. A hundred percent. Brady won them that Super Bowl last year. So. Or at least played one of the biggest parts in winning that Super Bowl last year. Oh, yeah. No, um, they're going to be extremely Brady-reliant. If he goes out, oh, man. Yeah, I just that, that that's a concern for me, though. I, I would like for my the team to be able to beat you in a multitude of ways. Which Well, that's also the concern for the Chiefs. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's why they're at eighth. Travis right? Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and Patrick, and Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. If they don't one have... of those three are, are out, they're done. They're yeah, done. I agree. Um, all right, so that'll take me to the Rams at number three. I think that they can beat you a multitude of ways, and I think that's why they're above the Bucks. They can run the football pretty well. Sean McVay is a power running scheme type quarterback or uh, type coach. Yep. Like he, everything is based off the zone running. Um, but then also Matt Stafford can go over the top. Or how about they can just defense to a win? They could just Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, you to a win. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they can beat you a multitude of ways. Now they didn't with Arizona. I think their defense kind of got exposed a little bit with the new guys in their secondary. But still, um, let's still look at your top three team. Absolutely. Oh yeah. How about let's go with number two, the Bills. Josh Allen's an animal. Uh, their defense is playing pretty well. Sean McDermott's a good coach. Not a whole lot to say there. I, I mean, they haven't played great competition the past couple weeks, but I, I think they're a good football team. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think they're... Right now, they look like the best team in the AFC to me, and it doesn't even seem all that close. Um, you go down, like I said, Cleveland's the next AFC team on this list, and I think they're significantly better than Cleveland. You know, I saw a sign about uh, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs the other day. I was driving around, and uh, you know those political signs, right? Like the the Reagan Bush, you know? Like, yeah, like the campaign signs. Right. There was one that said Alan Diggs, and I was like, wait. I was, like, Who? driving by. I was like, is that person running for something? Like, why have I never heard that name, but I just saw this sign? It's like, it must be, like, a local magistrate or something. I just keep yeah. driving. I'm like, dude, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Diggs. Yeah. And it was blue and red. I was like, ah, oh, oh, there it is. No, they are a great combo, and... Honestly, uh, he's, I mean, he's top three quarterback in the league. There's no question. Yeah, and you look at, like, uh, the other pieces, like uh, Dawson Knox, the tight ends, he has four touchdowns in his last three games. Ed Oliver's rushing the quarterback very efficiently. I, Gregory Rosu, a uh, rookie, has been getting to the quarterback. Like, they got a lot of guys stepping up. And one of the thing that's, things that's, like, surprising to me is, like, think back to three, four years ago. This team was a dumpster fire. They yeah, it turned was, it around like that. It was Tyrod Taylor willing them to an 8-8 eight and eight, eight and eight season. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. it was rough. All right, how about the number one team in the NFL? You've guessed it is the only undefeated team, the Arizona Cardinals. Now that they have a running game, they can beat you in a couple different ways. And they have a pass rush. They held the L.A. Rams to only 20 points. They got a pick off Matt Stafford. Um, they forced a fumble on Sony Michelle. They played good team defense. Oh, and by the way, Kyler Murray is still an electrifying quarterback. Uh, that team, that team is really, really good. Now, I will say, if any of the candidates or of any of the teams on this list, they are the number one candidate to drop out of the top ten. Like actually, I wouldn't be surprised if the next four games they go one and three. Now, I haven't looked at their schedules. So I'm not predicting that, but I'm saying they fell off hard last year, winning five of seven. Also, that was when Kyler got a little bit banged up. So if he stays healthy, I think they could remain a top at least five team, maybe even top three. And then in this case, top one, your Arizona Cardinals round out the top 10, um, according to the guys here at the issue. Um, So to run back through, we got Dallas at 10, 
the Baltimore Ravens at number nine, the Kansas City Chiefs at eight, the LA Chargers at seven, the Cleveland Browns at six. At number five, we have the Packers, uh, four, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, three, the Rams. Number two team in the NFL is the Buffalo Bills. And number one, the Arizona Cardinals. That's our top ten. Don't go anywhere. Come back for the third segment. We are going to give you our predictions for Thursday night, Seattle, L.A. Let's go. What's up, guys? It's the uh, boys here from The Issue. We just wanted to give the guys over at Rockville a formal shout-out. Yeah, they are fantastic. They have everything from lighting to audio for your car, your boat, and power sports, along with, you know, that's even where we got our new equipment for the studio. Yeah, no, absolutely. For some great equipment, um, hit up Rockville Audio. Check out their great prices um, for all your audio, uh, podcast, microphone needs. What is up, people? Third segment. This is a real quick one here. We're just going to run uh, through our prediction for the Thursday night football game. This is the first really good Thursday night game of the season, I would say. Oh, yeah. Um, besides, like, the opener, which was, I think, what, Tampa and Dallas was, was the opener on Thursday night. Yeah, it was a good um, game. Now, this is, this is a really good game. We have the L.A. Rams traveling to Seattle to play the Seahawks. L.A. right now is favored by two and a half. I don't really know who I like. I, don't, I really don't. Um... I think I'm going to go with Seattle. I think. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm going with the Rams. See, the Rams always play Seattle tough. Um, Aaron Donald always gives Russ troubles. And Sean McVay kind of has Pete Carroll's number. So I'm going to go with the Rams, actually. I I think the Rams, also coming off a loss, are going to kind of have that fire lit under them. Look, they just lost to a divisional opponent. If they lose again, I don't think that they have a good chance to, to win the division. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Once you start getting into like two, three losses in division, you're not looking good. That's not that's not a good look. You know what I mean? No, 100% agree. Um, I think they're going to understand the urgency of this football game. Now, granted, so will the Seahawks, but I still don't think it's going to matter. I think LA is a better football team. Oh, I take LA. Um, you know, it's really tough to bet against Aaron Donald and, uh, you know, Jalen Ramsey, that defense that they have. It's hard to bet against Russ, though. though. It, it is really hard to bet against Russ, but at the same time, they're going to be able to get insane amounts of pressure uh they're gonna be able to collapse that pocket and not only collapse the pocket but still stay covered up over the top with that secondary um i like the rams so yeah all right let's, i'll take the rams we usually only do uh betting on the thursday night game so let's let's talk about that like for you know on the yeah. free episode here yep. um so the over under is uh 54 and a half and the spread like i said is la gets two and a half points on fox bet um i think i'm gonna take LA to cover that. Now, I don't think they'll cover by a lot. I think it'll be like a field goal game. I think it'll be like a three to four point game max, um, but that would be covering the two and a half point spread. Um, yeah. And if I'm going over under, I'm going to go, this is a tough over, but I, I think I'm going to take the over on 54 and a half. Okay. I'm going to predict the final score to be 32 to 28. 32 28 LA. Okay. Yeah, that's my, that's my final prediction. I like L.A. to win, cover, and the over. All right, I like uh, L.A. to win and cover. And because of the high-powered offenses, obviously, the over. I mean, this is one of the easier betting games that we've done so far. I think when you're talking about over-under, absolutely. Now the spread, it's just so tricky because I could totally see this being like a one-point game. Like, I I could 100% see that happening. But that just, you know. I I don't, mm, I don't know. I think with that defense that. The combination of the defense and the offense for L.A. I think beats the, the offensive juice from, so from, what, from Seattle. What do you think the final score is? 35. 
No, 30, 38. I think they put up 38. Yeah. And, but I think Russ keeps pace. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be 38, 38-30. 38-30? All right. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah. Well, we're going to see. I'm excited to watch that game. going to watch the Dodgers and the Cardinals tonight. And actually, while we're on baseball, real quick, Jace Tingler, the manager of the Padres, has been fired. I think I came on last week saying he probably will be fired. You said you should. You said if you I should. were there, I would walk into his office today, fire oh, him, right. yeah, yeah, walk I'd fire him. <laughs> and I'd walk into the thing. locker room and say, we're going to win, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you um, said that all last week. <laughs> and what about the Padres? We were, I thought we, that was about another team. I don't know. Either way, I definitely said that I would fire Padres, Tingler. Yeah. yeah. Um, they did fire Tingler. Look, that's way too talented of a roster to finish anywhere near 500. You should be significantly that. That's a roster that could win 90 plus games. Where the issue hit? <laughs> yeah, where the issue hit was you know Jace Tingler fired. Um, kind of, kind of, you know, saw the writing on the wall there. Like I said, just you got to be better with that that much talent. Absolutely. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. That was that's about all we got for today. Go follow the Instagram at the underscore issue podcast. Go follow the Twitter at the issue podcast, and then go subscribe to our to our issue subscription based. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have that what Saturday morning. Yeah, um, no Friday, 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 Friday. Yeah. and then Saturday morning is our next issue episode. So, guys, thanks for hanging out. That was the issue.